I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's June 26th, and this is no ordinary episode of the 10 News. This is the 10 News Gets Extra. On Tuesday, we shared our interview with Janet Varney and Dante Basco, the hosts of the new podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. We had so much to discuss about what it was like to be in the Avatar universe as the voice of Korra and the voice of Prince Zuko. Here's our full interview where we go deep into the tough questions like what animal hybrid would you make? Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We're so excited that you could join us. Could you introduce yourselves for our listeners? Hey, I'm I'm Janet Varney. Uh, I am one of the hosts of the new Nickelodeon podcast, Braving the Elements about all things Avatarverse. That means The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, and everything in between and after. Uh, and I am also the voice of Korra. And I am Dante Bosco, the voice of Prince Zuko and Avatar The Last Airbender and co-host with Miss Janet Varney in Braving the Elements. We're going through the whole show from the beginning and really sharing our experiences, going reliving it with you guys. Both of you have done so many cool and awesome things. I would love to hear from both of you just a little bit about what you've done. Uh, let's see. I mean, I know how to ride a bike. <laughs> so a little bit of a humble brag right there. Uh, I survived the very hot desert summers of Tucson, Arizona, which is where I was born and raised. I went to college in northern Arizona, right near the Grand Canyon. And then I finished up college in San Francisco uh, in the Bay Area, where Dante is also from. Love doing animation. Dante and I both uh, love, love, love getting to do cartoon voices because there's something really magical about getting to see your yourself, but it's not yourself. And I love doing comedy because um, I really have found out as I get older that, you know, making people laugh and laughing with other people is uh, its own kind of special medicine and uh, that there's a place for that that's important in the world. Dante? Yeah, I started acting a long time ago. Actually, I was 10 years old when I started acting. And before I was an actor, I was a break dancer. I'm from San Francisco. So in the streets of San Francisco, around eight, nine years old, me and my brothers were break dancers in a group called the Street Freaks. And I was uh, my name, my, my break dancer name was Poppin' Fresh because I was because I could pop and lock and I was super fresh. And then me and my brothers and my mother jumped in a van and we drove to L.A. and became actors. I got a big break when I was 15. I did a movie called Hook, where I played a character named Rufio, the leader of the Lost Boys in a Peter Pan uh, adaptation with Steven Spielberg and Robin Williams. And so I kind of got to play in, in that world and just been very fortunate throughout my career to do so many different different things. Uh, so we are so excited for this podcast. What should listeners expect from the podcast? Dante and I are huge fans of the show. I'm a huge fan of Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't have anything to do with it. I'm not in it. So I am showing up as a pure, unadulterated Last Airbender fan, um, you know, fangirling out because I'm doing the, the podcast with Prince Zuko. Well, but you, you are Cora, so you're kind of going back in time. I am. I am. I'm not even thinking about Cora right now. I don't have time to think about Cora because I'm constantly telling you that the Fire Nation is not the best nation. We have our ups and downs. We have our pros and cons. <laughs> about, like every like every 
element, every elemental nation, <laughs> tribe, nomads, all those. We all have our goods and our bads, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let, suffice it to say the Fire Nation has a very wonderful hero that stands behind the Fire Nation, but also is willing to own up when the Fire Nation does some things it probably had no business doing. And if you've seen the show, you know, in The Last Airbender, that starts in episode one and continues on. Yes, yes. We have some problematic things that happened in the last <laughs> years. <laughs> but also, I mean, we, we're students, Bethany. We're becoming like me and Janet. We, we voice, you know, these great characters in, in this world, this Avatar verse. Um, but going back and rewatching it, it's like, you know, we, we're fans and we're, we're just questioning everything, the storylines and the, and the characters and the and the animals and, and how everything works. And we're just like fans, like everybody else, kind of deep diving into every episode. And we have a bunch of amazing guests who are part of the show, part of the Avatarverse, maybe even created the Avatarverse. Yes, yes, and yes. they also help uh, inform us, educate us, inspire us, give us uh, their inside experience of what it's like to work on a show like Avatar The Last Airbender. And, um, you know, maybe we have a few laughs along the way. I would say there is a tremendous amount of laughing every episode we're not afraid to go deep, but we also are not afraid to laugh. Right. So cool. Um, from the Avatar universe, is there someone you'd want to be friends with in real life? Like what of the characters? Is there someone that you look at and you go, we would be friends for sure. Uncle Iroh. Me and Uncle Iroh <laughs> would roll hard wherever. <laughs> Uncle Iroh, for sure. I love Uncle Iroh. I love his sage wisdom. I love his funny uh you know just comedic way he looks at the world doesn't take things so seriously but is at the same time very uh serious in in, in the things that he talks about in a very light touch kind of way and um i think you know uh, one of the goals i think for me is to grow grow up and grow into uncle iroh for sure love it janet who would you be besties with from the show <sighs> This is tough. I mean, I love the characters from this series. Um, because we are like way into book one right now, I guess I'll limit to book one. I gotta say Aang. I mean, I just love Aang. You know, he has so much set out in front of him. He is tasked with so many responsibilities, but so you feel like in awe of him and his power, even as he's learning to use it better and understand it more. But yet you also feel that protectiveness towards him. Like, oh, I want him to still be able to be a kid. I still want him to have those moments of wonder and riding a giant koi and, you know, going back to places that he remembers fondly. So I, you have that. It, I, I love having that kind of like he's your hero, but you also kind of want to take care of him in real life. Which element would you want to control? I mean, I'm Fire Nation, Bethany. Right, but no it, matter okay. what. I, I, know, I know you're loyal. You're loyal. You're loyal. <laughs> you're walking the walk. You're talking the talk. In real life, if someone right now was like, Dante, which element? It would still be fire? No, fire forever. Fire Nation. Fire forever. Forever, Bethany. <laughs> Never go against the Fire Nation. <laughs> There you go. Now you've basically been on an episode of Braving the Elements. <laughs> I love it. I will never go against the Fire Nation. Janet, is there an element that in real life, if you could control, which element would it be? 
Ooh, yeah, this is very, very tough. I will say that I am, I do have, like Dante, I feel a real loyalty in my case to the Water Tribe. I, I love the Water Tribe. That being said, again, right now we are steeped in book one. And I am so impressed by the Earthbenders. They are powerful. They are powerful. And the way you get to know them in the show, the way they're introduced, and and just the adventures that are centered around, you know, for example, King Boomy. Um, and I, it, it, so I'm feeling, I'm kind of feeling Earth right now. So we we do want to talk to you with the listeners. So I here's some questions sent in from our tenors. Sasha, who is 11, asked this question to Dante. Did you find it hard acting like Prince Zuko when he was a bad guy? Well, Sasha, no, actually. When I first started the show, I just figured I was a bad guy. You know, I didn't really question ever having a redemptive arc or I was going to come around. I really just thought, uh, you know, I'll be a bad guy. I can be a good bad guy. And I didn't really know what Zuko was really about. I was just really in the moment. And I don't think he was that bad. He was just... um, misunderstood you know i just thought he has to do what he has to do i mean he had you know he has a scar on his face he's just kind of like i have to get this done and so i didn't really think about myself as being kind of like a bad guy or a villain i just thought i was like misunderstood and i was i was into catching this avatar but you know as you as you must have seen sasha he's gotten away from me quite a few times <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like Wiley e. Coyote in here. Like, I can't catch this roadrunner. I can't catch the roadrunner. <laughs> well, okay. Kira, who is 12, asked this question for Janet. Were you nervous about your show? Uh, hey, Kira. Great question. The answer is yes, I was. Uh, I was very nervous. Again, as a fan of The Last Airbender, uh, I have huge respect for the show, for the world that Mike and Brian created. And, you know, if you care about your job, you just don't want to let anybody down. And so I was definitely very, very nervous. And, you know, listen, Cora picks up 75 years after the first show ends. And a lot of people they love the world of Last Airbender, and I do too. And so I think it was jarring for people to understand that they weren't going to see a continuation of Aang's adventures. Some people hold on to that a little bit harder than others. I get it. I get it. So it's so it was definitely nerve wracking. Um, the the positive feedback from fans, from people who got something out of seeing Korra, a, a girl, you know. Um, be the avatar and see her struggles and relate to her struggles uh, would be worth all my nervousness in the world times a million. It's so worth it uh, because it's totally changed my life. Okay. Owen, who is nine years old, says, I love Appa, the sky bison. What's your favorite animal combination in Avatar? And what would you make? (sighs) Owen, my friend, my (laughs) nine-year-old, soon-to-be-ten friend, could not have asked us a better question. I love talking about the hybrid animals. We even have a segment on Braving the Elements called Animal Crossing. Not that Animal Crossing. The first Animal Crossing that happened in 
the last airbender. I'm wearing an oppa pin right now. You can't see it, Owen, but I'm telling you right now, major shout out to you for bringing up oppa. I love him. So I love the combination of him, which is uh, part manatee and part bison. Some people don't know that. So that Some was the thing that Dante that. I know and that. I got to. I know that. <laughs> That's now. Right. Now I know Dante that. I didn't now. know that before. <laughs> didn't know that before. Yeah, he's a big favorite. Dante, what about you? I mean, who doesn't love Momo? Um, he's a lemur and a um, what? So what's he crossed with? Uh, he's a bat. He's a bat and a lemur, a flying bat and a lemur. Here's a fun thing that we do at the time is that we love. I love this anyway, is we throw out these random facts, completely random facts. Do you have any random facts that you would like to share? Okay, well, my one of my personal favorite random facts <laughs> is, um, well, I'm Filipino. So I found out that the yo-yo, which we all know and love and played with our whole lives, comes from the Philippines. What? It does? The word yo-yo in the Philippines actually means come back. <gasps> oh, that's, that's it. awesome. Oh, that's so good. That's my new favorite random fact. That's really cool. I love that. Now I wish I could take credit for the slinky or something, but I got nothing. I got <laughs> Just nothing. do it, Janet. We won't tell. I absolutely cannot wait for this podcast. I love your friendship. Love your relationship. Love your love of the Avatar verse. I know that our listeners are looking forward to this. Thank you so much for your time. We really, this is so much fun. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Bethany. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Bethany. And thank you listeners for sending those great questions. Up next, it's time for... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Today's trivia is a special one for all you Avatar fans out there. If you were hanging out with Uncle Iroh, he would probably offer you a cup of tea. But why is tea so important to him? Is it A, because coffee makes him jittery, B, he heard about the boba shortage, or C, a perfect cup requires all the elements to come together. Did you guess it? The answer is C. A perfect cup requires all the elements to come together. Uncle Iroh is a voice of wisdom throughout the series and a believer in the elemental nations working together. In his opinion, a perfect cup of tea needs all the elements, earth, water, fire, and air. So think about that the next time someone offers you a spot of tea. Time's up. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is out riding APA and includes Kate Hale, Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Andrew Hall, Jenna Pasqua, and Sarah Olander. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. I'm going to go have me a cup of tea. What accent was that? Oh my gosh. I'm just going to go have a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs>